Hello and welcome to a VO's Journey podcast. My name is Anthony Pika and this show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business and sidestep all of the crazy things that I seem to step on. Boy, it has been far too long. I think it went an entire week without me doing a podcast. And I have to say, first off, that I apologize. I've been busy, but more so it's been one of those things where I'm producing a video every day. If you haven't um, haven't seen that, I do a video every single day alive at 1 p.m. Eastern Time. And I stream that on Twitter and YouTube and Instagram and Facebook. So what's happening is I think that the content that I would normally post on my podcast, I am doing on the the videos instead. So I think what I'm going to do, and, and I've had this recommendation, and I've done it a few times, is try to take some of those videos and you know put them as podcasts because I know that a lot of people can't always watch videos because it's not always convenient, and they listen to podcasts either on the way to work or whatever. So I'm going to be doing that. And uh, I want to adapt so that, you know, everybody is getting the material. And I'm 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 trying to reach everybody uh, in the way that they're, they're trying to get uh, the information. So anyways, with that said, uh, you know, I want to talk to you today about what you do or what I am doing when my business goes up, but more importantly, what I am doing when my business goes down. Because I think that this affects all of us, right? It affects us when we are doing well, and it affects us when we're not doing well, and what do we do from that point on, okay? So let's go ahead and talk about it. Let's do it. This is VO's Journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. Well, I think that, you know, when we have uh, struggling times with our business, you know, you can kind of approach it a couple different ways. You can freak out. <laughs> I mean, we're all going to freak out. No, no doubt about that. Or you can, you know, kind of double down and go back to what works. So I think for me, uh, I wanted to talk to the about this topic with you guys because, you know, I don't know, of course, how you're doing, but I can only tell you about what I'm doing in my journey. And I can tell you right now that things are, well, it's, it's amazing, right? Because things are going fantastic. And then in other areas, things are down a little bit, you know, like maybe 20 or 30%. So I think it's important to pay attention to your numbers uh, really, really pay attention to your numbers. So as we're talking about this, I want to first mention that I really recommend you put together a profit and loss statement or more importantly, like an income and expense sheet, but also profit and loss statement, which they're very close. They're, they're basically about the same thing. And basically what you're doing is you're taking your numbers, the things that you are making, the money that you are making, and you are writing that down every single month where it comes from, how much you make, and then you're also going to take the expenses from your business, what it costs for you to run your business, and you're going to write that down. And at the end of the month, it gives you an idea of what your profit is or what your loss is. But here's the thing, and this is this is where I really um, think that taking these numbers down really helps you is that it it kind of holds you um it well it holds you accountable but it also it, it gives you a sense of 
what's happening in your business, meaning like it gives you a sense of what is make you know uh, uh, like what section of your business is continuing to uh, rise or re- make more money or what is making less money? What's happening here? What's happening over here? Are your percentages up? Are they down? Et cetera, et cetera, right? I mean, that's really important to monitor. And I think a lot of times, uh, many of us, and I, I've done this in the past a lot, is I kind of just fly by the seat of my pants, especially when things are going well, right? Like I'll just be excited that work is coming in and I'll be happy that everything's going great and I'm making money. Uh, and then and then I, it's easy not to pay attention to the business side of things. And what happens is, is that especially if you get really busy, it's kind of like a train going really fast and you're, you know, you're, you're speeding up, you're speeding up, you're getting to your destination faster, everything's going great, but then you come upon a turn, right? And you're going so fast that you just can't hold on to that turn and you begin to slip and you start to lose it and you lose, you know, a car over here. You, I'm trying to push this metaphor as far as I can go. But the point is, is that, you know, I, I do believe that even if you're, even if you're doing really well, as opposed to doing really poorly, okay, or, you know, medium well, medium poor, whatever you want to say, it's so important to track what we're doing, measure what we're doing so that we can always stay grounded. We can stay, we can build on a base of solid ground. Because when we know what's happening, when we're taking these numbers down, like how much money we're making, where we're making it, how we're making it, okay? And then what we're spending, where we're spending it, how much we're spending, et cetera, you know, and and, and we're seeing those percentages every single month. You might even like to do it every week or two weeks, right? Or three weeks, you know, you might like to do it more than every month, or maybe you like to do it just every quarter, But the point is, is that you take these numbers down so that you can go back and look and say, okay, I'm doing well here, but look over here this month. For some reason, this went down by 25%. I need to, you know, take a moment and focus on this area and see what's going on so that you don't, you know, come about, you know, four or five, six months later and realize you've gone down 75%. And you're just re- you're just realizing it now, and you're trying to make a difference, right? So, I mean, I think that that's something that, to me, really makes an important uh, an important difference in your business. So, for me, you know, what's happening now is the last podcast that I put out, and it was interesting because you know I put that podcast out, and uh, you know, I I tried to on our po- on this podcast talk about more of my personal things that are happening, right? Because it's about it's supposed to be about my journey. And, you know, so I I talked about very frankly in that last podcast about the fork in the road and the things that were happening in my business, very exciting things, but things that seem to be changing. And, you know, I, I don't know, I can't remember if I said this or not, but, you know, it's exciting, but also, you know, it's one of those things where I feel like I don't want to... I don't want to stop getting as much voiceover work as I did before. You know, I I like doing the voiceover work. I like having that voiceover work come in. And more importantly, I like being able to express myself through my work as well. So, you know, I mean, that's something that I absolutely love. And I have decided that, you know, I'm, of course, I'm still growing my coaching business, which is going fantastic. Thank you all so much. And I'm, I'm, I hope, you know, I, 
I'm blessed that I'm able that you guys allow me to help you every single day in some way or some form. So thank you. I love that. And my coaching business is growing great. But my voiceover business, you know, kind of leveled out and wasn't as growing as much as I wanted it to grow. So the last week or so, I've really been focusing in and diving in on, you know, getting back to the core basics of what I was doing to grow my voiceover business. And it's been going well, definitely been getting more business. I've been growing, been focusing on putting out, you know, samples and contacting customers and clients, you know, revising things on Fiverr. Fiverr's picking back up again for me. So, I mean, you know, it's really good stuff and it makes me feel a lot better about my business and my work. And it also makes me feel better about coaching, even though my coaching business is taking up a lot of time. So that brings me to another thing. So first we talked about tracking and how important tracking is, measuring, making that profit and loss statement. And by the way, if you don't know how to make a profit and loss statement, please, by all means, go on to the internet and look. It's super simple. All right. It's just incomes, expenses, all right, then it's like so. I mean, you can, it's an income statement, right? So it's income expenses. You write that down, you subtract those, and what's left over, either you have a profit or you have a loss at the end of every month or every week, whatever you're, you know, whenever you're taking it. So it's so important again to see that so that you can stay on top of your business. Also, I recommend that you do a little, you do some tracking on what, you know, where you're making money. Like, are you making 75 to 80% of your money through Fiverr, right? And if you are, that's fine, but you might, you know, look ahead. I love this idea of being, you know, of taking action, not being reactionary. I mean, we have to react to things that are happening, absolutely, but we need to take action so that we're not waiting for things to happen or we're just going along, you know, and we're not, you know, trying to, um, uh, take action before something bad happens. So like for me, you know, I think about all sorts of things, you know, and, and how could I take action about it? Right. Like, so like for me, one of the things that popped up, we had someone in the Facebook group recently mention about, um, they, they, they posted something where a website where you could for like $99, you had like unlimited amount of um, male and female recorded voices. And you could do like, uh, I mean, like electronic voices, right? Um, AI and stuff. And, you know, they had some samples and they were OK. I mean, it was still evident, I think, that they were robotic. But it I mean, it's getting way better, you know. So I stepped back and I thought to myself, OK, well, what if one day it happens where, you know, we are not in as in demand as we are right now. How could I pad my bank account or how could I make sure that I have income coming in that I'm prepared for that? You see what I mean? Like that's what my mind. So of course, to me, one thing that pops into my mind as I spoke about the other day in the video was the idea that, you know, there are certain things that will never, you know, like that people want to buy that we do, right? For example, I really love the audiobook industry as a basis, but some of the issues you always run into when you're a narrator in the audiobook industry, right, is that one, it's you're always work, you always have to deal with the person who actually owns the rights to the work. So in the previous video I did a couple days ago, I talked about, you know, using public domain books and actually, you know, republishing them, narrating them yourselves and owning the rights to that version 100%, right? So that you don't have to pay someone else. You don't have to worry about the rights going away. You don't have to worry about any of that. You can have those forever and you can determine how many you want to do. You can do as many as possible. Yes, you have to sell them, but I would rather be selling something 
that people are continuously trying to buy, whether or not they are robotic or not. There's things that have been around for you know hundreds of years or at least over a hundred years that people are still interested in, you know, works of literature and and these things. So I think that when I when you look at those numbers and you look at things, it's important to look ahead and to try to think, well, how could I solve that problem before it happens? Right? How could I do that? You know, because I, I think it's important to note too, and that I, this is how, in one essence, was another reason why I built my coaching business. You know, and I, I now that's true and not true. It's true that I built my coaching business also as another way to build some side revenue. But more, I mean, I built my coaching business because I mean, I love to coach and I, I love to teach. So there's, there's not, it's not like I built something that I didn't love, but, but it also serves another purpose that I, I have another stream of income coming in from just Fiverr. And that's why, again, like I have, I, you know, I have um, work on ACX. That's why I've, I've purchased, you know, the, the memberships to voice one, one, two, three, and voices.com. And I've been loading samples down and things there and doing lots of work, been making phone calls just so that, you know, I, cause I could really do nothing but just use Fiverr at the moment and be fine with my voiceover work. But that bothers me again, because like I said, it can be taken away just as much as it can be given to us. So, so that's another, you know, so that, so, so with all of that, and the reason why I went down that, that, um, that hole right there was because I want to talk about the importance of, of tracking your numbers, knowing where all of that is coming from so that you can make decisions for the future and start working on them now and being proactive as opposed to reactive, right? I, I, I really do I really do believe in that, okay? So um, I think the next point I want to talk about is what are you doing to expand yourself, expand uh, what your business can offer? Uh, I, I'm going to kind of geek out a little bit here and tell you, I don't know if you do this, but I do. I love to watch business shows on like CNBC, like The Profit or those shows where they fix up a restaurant or they they take a ho- like Hotel Impossible. I, I love all of those shows <laughs> dealing with business, either starting a new business, rebuilding a business, fixing a business that's not working so well. I love them because I love to see how it, it's amazing. There is like a certain core set of things that every business needs to do. And yes, it varies from business to business about, you know, how they are positioned, you know, for what type of customer and, and et cetera. But, but in the end, it's like it's all the same. You know, like we all do, we all have to do the same thing. And I love watching those shows because every time you watch one of those shows, the idea still remains the same, right? You are perfecting efficiency, you're perfecting your customer service, and you're also offering something new. You're 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 bringing some something new to the market. Now, when I mean new, I'm I don't mean like you know you're inventing something that's never been done before, but you're bringing a new take on what you already offer, something more, something that, you know, something kind of, I mean, honestly, for lack of a better word, shiny, something shiny and new. And you're doing that. So for us, 
I think it's really important to constantly grow ourselves. I mean, if you if you think about if you work a if you work a full time job or you work a part time job, you know, or hopefully you should have training on that job where your company either sends you somewhere or they pay for you to do training or heaven forbid they pay for a poor a, a voice actor to do an e learning for you and you have to listen to it thinking the whole time that could have been me. But anyways, you you're doing some sort of training because you're growing. They're trying to help you become better at your job because the better you are at your job, the better the company is going to be, right? So the same thing goes for us and it applies to us. We need to constantly be building our our repertoire, constantly be looking at new things. So some examples here for us, I think it is so important these days to be able to create videos to be able to edit them, to be able to create and edit podcasts. I just contacted about a gentleman today who uh, worked with me from editing uh, and mastering his audiobooks to he's starting a podcast and he wants someone to be able to put the podcast together because he doesn't know how to do that. You know, he can record everything. He just doesn't know how to put it together. And, you know, and I'm like, man, I can do that. I've done hundreds of podcasts, right? And I've done him not just for myself, not just the VO's journey, but I've done them for many other people. Not only have I put podcasts together, but I've, I'm the voice of many other podcasts out there. Actually, a lot of business podcasts, I'm the voice for the entire podcast. So, you know, I'm you to it. I love it. But it's really not difficult because, I, you know, one, I, of course, I've done it a lot, but it's not difficult in the sense that, you know, we put files together every day, all day, you know, or, or you know what I'm saying, right? I mean, we're always putting these files together and learning how to put them together in a manner in which other people are, are, are looking for that or need that service helps us become more marketable. And then more importantly, we are able to take those skills Right. And since we're more marketable and increase our bottom line, add that extra income coming in from a source that is not totally dependent on this or that. For example, maybe, you know, you and we'll talk about the AI thing, even though that's I, I'm not concerned about it right now, but I think it's a valid thing that most of us are, are definitely paying attention to. Right. Is that, you know, even though an AI might do a voice, there's still unless somebody which I'm sure somebody could create a program that puts everything together for you. But the reality is, is there's always going to be a need for a technician, always a need for a technician to fix something, put something together for, you know, the for us to use artificial intelligence. <laughs> There's always going to be a need for it. You know, when I came, you know, as you know, I came from an acting background and I worked in the theater and I, you know, not only did I, I do professional acting, but I also was a um, technical director, you know, as a director as, as well. But I also did technical directing. And I tell you, and this is this is absolute truth. If you are an actor and you're wanting to get work and work constantly and consistently, one of the best things that you can actually do is learn behind the scenes, like learn about working lights, learn about working sound, learn about working set and props and costumes. And the more you know, you will be hired constantly because technicians are always needed. There is never a there's never a, 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 a oversupply of technicians. Think about it. I mean, in any field, technicians are always needed. 
because it is their its particular work. It is a skill, and it's not as a sexy as a job as being the front man or the front gal, and you know what I mean? It's, it's not up there front and center, but it's so important. And the same thing goes for us. There is always a need for a technician, for someone who can do all that work, put it all together, make it sound great. There's always going to be a need for it. And because we are all so different and everything is so unique, it's there's we are still extremely far away from having an artificial intelligence be able to, you know, take all of that in consideration and put things together, you know, and being able to make all of those decisions. You know, that's just not I don't see that happening in, in the near future. So because of that, I think it's such a good idea to be you know to get better on your technical skills. And most of us are already doing these things. I mean, let's be honest. Most of us are already doing these things for our business because we realize in order to market, we have to be good at it, but we're not selling it. We're not using our all of our skills and trying to also be able to market them. And pl- don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I, I know some people think that, you know, it, it's they they don't want to you know I only want to be a voice actor that's all I'm ever going to do that's 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 what I do I'm a voice actor and that's fine that's fine if you feel that way and I'm okay and I'm okay with it it's your business but I wanted to give you I don't know a glimpse into you know what do you do if right it's the what if and if you don't plan for the what if when it comes it will destroy you. It will take you down. So you've got to plan for it. You've got to plan for these things up front. And that's why I think adding skills to your your bag, being able to do things, and I really honestly believe that being able to be really, really handy with video is going to be, it's even more important than ever. One of the things we talked about in the Fiverr Elite Group this weekend was book trailers and creating book trailers. And, you know, this is being this is a huge thing because people are realizing, right, which they know is that the audio, the the book industry, I mean, it's still it continues to boom online. Right. I mean, the audio book industry, the the Kindle, like Kindle and, and, you know, all all the digital like ebooks are just continuing to grow because it's unlimited access. I mean, you and, and people are eating it up. We want the content, especially audio book content is growing massively. There's not enough narrators. Right. But because of that, people have also realized, well, I still got to sell these books. I can't just put them up there and they don't, you know, somebody's just going to randomly buy it. So because they need to sell them, there needs to be, right, some way to market these things as we are accepting information these days. And we all love to watch video. We love it. We love to watch video. We also love to listen like you're listening now to podcasts. And it still baffles me uh, more and more people don't do podcasts or don't do the, the audio section, especially if you're a voiceover actor, because for goodness sake, we we do this all day long. But I'm also aware of the fact that, you know, I I just talk a lot. So I am I am fortunate <laughs> in that sense that I just talk. So it's easier sometimes I think I think it could be hard for someone who's not a talker or someone who's not used to expressing themselves or talking about things and in depth. Definitely can be hard. I, I'm I'm not um you know, I'm I'm not unaware of that. But I from a standpoint of being able to create something consistently, this is what we do as voice actors. 
right? Now, I don't have a script for any of this. You know, I have topics that I want to talk about with you, but I don't script it out. So that is another part that, you know, you have to take in consideration. But anyways, the point I'm trying to make is, is that, you know, these things really can help you grow your business. It can help you solidify your name and your brand, but more importantly, it can also help you bring in new forms of revenue. And that income coming in from multiple places, that's the ultimate security, right? That's the ultimate security. That will allow you to go to sleep at night a lot easier than just hoping, where am I gonna get my next job from? As opposed to I've got work coming in over here, I've got work coming in over here, I've got work coming over there, and there's work back there. I mean, that's a nice feeling. It really is. And I want you all to feel that. So as you're looking at your business and if your business is up or down, and honestly, it doesn't. I think some of the best times to look at your business is when you're doing so well. <laughs> like look at your business when you're doing so well because don't ever forget the pendulum. It is like it's like a universal law. Okay, it cannot be avoided. You know what I'm saying? The pendulum, what goes one way inevitably has to come and go the other way. There is a balance to our world. It has to stay balanced or the world would fall apart. Now, how fast that's balanced, you know, that remains to be seen. But just don't forget the pendulum idea. If you're doing super well, that's wonderful. Keep rocking, but don't forget that the pendulum will swing the other way and it's how well you prepare for that swing that makes a difference about whether you can still sleep at night or whether you are, you know, taking lots of medicine because you're freaking out because you can't pay your bills. <laughs> I mean, I know that's harsh, but you know, that's what some of us, I mean, when you when we're a business, when we're business owners and we're relying on this income our business, we need to prepare for that. All right. So, Enough of that doomsday stuff. They, it's not. I I like to talk about this because I think it's really important for all of us to look ahead, spend time thinking about the what ifs and how can we be proactive. So if you have anything from this, be proactive. If your business is down, that's okay. Be proactive. Think of ways to grow your business. Add new skills. Offer new uh, ways to you know for to help people market their business, share their message, do whatever. I mean, if you look at it from that standpoint, you know, try to offer people new ways to share their message, you know, you you should have a whole new list. I mean, because you think about all the ways we share messages through uh, video, through audio, we share messages through written word, the blog posts. I mean, maybe you are a good writer and you write. So maybe you can write blog posts and then narrate them and offer a total, you know, I, you know what I don't see happening is I don't see anybody ever offering to write blog posts and then narrating them. Think about it. I mean, there's people who narrate blog posts and there's people who write blog posts, but you don't see a lot of packages being offered where, you know, we'll write a blog post and we'll also turn it into a podcast for you. We'll narrate it because I narrate a lot of podcast. I mean, I narrate podcasts. Yes, but I also narrate blogs. People pay blogs, pay me to narrate them. I've narrated some blogs for, for almost two years now, right. Uh, in different industries. And I've learned a lot from it, <laughs> but it's just, uh, that, that's off topic. But the point is, is that, you know, think about ways that you can make more money. You can offer new skills. 
All right, you guys, thank you again so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you get an opportunity, please leave a review. I think you leave a review on iTunes. I'm I'm not sure. I think you can leave a review on Spotify. I, I don't know. I don't know Spotify or any of those other ones, but I know you can on iTunes, and there's some amazing reviews on there already, but please leave a review if you like this, and I I really appreciate it. As always, have a wonderful, wonderful Monday. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. Peace.